Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Let me go to my, my guest. Hey, Jessica Nabongo, first of all, thanks for being on the Madison Show. And my confession to you, we got mm-hmm. an advanced copy of, of your book, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Catch Me If You Can, One Woman's Journey mm-hmm. to Every Country in the <laughs> World. And now right there, yes, the, 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 uh, the title got my attention. But yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, 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 our, our executive producer, my wife, Sherry, um, she mm-hmm. she she uh, ordered it and and well yesterday before and sent it to our daughter and our two granddaughters, um, and they got it today or yesterday, mm-hmm. and she said I love it I love it. Now the girls are only the grandchildren five and seven soon to be eight. Their mother has traveled around the world, um, mm-hmm. and I got to tell you when she was a sophomore in college. And it changed her entire life, her her mm-hmm. entire life. But go, let's go back to the concept. And you did you travel mostly by yourself? Um. Well, first of all, good morning, good and morning. thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for this. Um, I traveled to 89 countries by myself, so a little less than half. Um, but like your daughter, travel definitely changed my life. Um, I've been traveling internationally since I was four, traveling with my parents when I grew up. And then once I was old enough and had my own financial resources, uh, I prioritized travel in my life. What did your parents do that had, had them traveling with you? Oh, they just love travel. My dad was um, a chemist and my mom was a, a nurse. So they just enjoyed traveling. They so just traveled. Sometimes and, they took us with, yeah, yeah, and sometimes they took us with them and sometimes they left us at home. And and so so you decided, I mean, did you start off deciding I'm, I'm doing this 89 countries, I'm doing this because I'm going to write a book or what? Or, was, or did the thought come after you did it? Oh, while you were doing it? Well, I've been to 195 countries in total, which is every country. Um, the 89 is what I did solo. And no, I, I was just traveling because of my curiosity. Uh, I'm a geography nerd. So I grew up watching Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego and reading encyclopedias and traveling with my family. So for me, I was always just curious about how people live in different parts of the world. Um, I'm also Ugandan, so growing up, going back and forth between the U.S. and Uganda. Um, the book idea didn't come about until, like, I thought about doing a book, like, in 2019 when I was close to the end, but it didn't come to fruition. But in August 2020, my editor, Allison Johnson at National Geographic, reached out and said, hey, want to write a book? And I said, sure, let's do it. <laughs> You know, one of and and my guest Jessica Nabongo and and once again, uh, we've got a copy of it. Send it to the family. But catch me if mm. you can. One woman's journey to every country in the world. And and so, how would you describe the book? Other and by the way, you mm. uh, you, you you appear to be a very accomplished photographer too, because there, there's some <laughs> great photographs. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. So the book is 100 stories from 100 countries. So we definitely, um, we had to bring it down. You've seen the book, so you know it's a, it's a little heavy. Uh, so we couldn't get all of the countries in there. But it was really important for me to include my photography. There's over 300 images. 
And that was twofold. I wanted to be really intentional about the countries that I chose and the stories that I told. So places like Yemen, Somalia, Sudan, South Sudan, I wanted to be able to show really beautiful images from these countries because we never see that, you know, as if, if there's, you know, war in a place that beauty cannot exist alongside it. So I thought that was really important. And I think beyond that, you know, growing up reading National Geographic, I never saw people that looked like me who were tourists. And now there's a whole generation or generations of people who will pick up a National Geographic book and see a black woman in Kyrgyzstan or a black woman traveling in Iran. And I think that's incredibly important. And what and you mentioned these countries, um, how difficult or easy was it to, let's say, to, to travel and enter a country like North Korea, for example? Yeah, it was actually pretty easy. Um, so the, the thing about North Korea is that the American government doesn't allow American citizens to go to North Korea. Um, but I also have a Ugandan passport, so I went as a Ugandan citizen. And it was pretty easy. There are several companies that organize trips that leave from Beijing. Um, and so, yeah, I was there for about six days. And it was it was a government, you know, controlled tour or whatever. But you still were able to see regular life. Like I saw kids who were on field trips and I saw couples in parks holding hands. So, it, I mean, for me, the most surprising thing about North Korea was how normal it felt in some ways. Really? Because you would not get that impression watching or listening to the news media. Exactly. That's why I think this book is really important, because, number one, the I would say 99.9% of the news media reporting about North Korea have never been to North Korea. So I think this book is really important because it's stories and images of someone who's physically been to every country in the world. When and 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 Jessica, when you go to these countries, were the people? Well, let me let me share experience with my daughter uh, Manisha. She was she did a piece. She what they call semester at sea, and oh, uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was a semester actually on a on a you know cruise ship, but it was a floating campus. Uh, but mm-hmm. she she talked about uh, particularly being an African American woman. And um, mm-hmm. just how folks treated her, she didn't get mentioned any hostility whatsoever. A lot of curiosity, mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. hostility. What was your mm-hmm. experience? Yeah, um, I think that's really important. You know, um, not every acknowledgement of your race is racism. And, you know, for me, I'm visibly African. So that was my experience as well. I think a lot of people have this fear um, that something will happen and they they allow that fear to block them from traveling and it's for me it's that you can't even allow the possibility of something bad happening preclude you from traveling so I've been to every country in the world 89 countries by myself and the biggest lesson that I learned is most people are good most people aren't racist or misogynist or homophobic they're just not most people are good and when you're traveling to countries people want to welcome you into their country. Sure, you'll bump into a few not nice people out in the world. Absolutely, they exist. But that's not the majority of people. Traveling as a black woman to 89 countries solo, 
the only way I could do that was because of the kindness of strangers. And my journey was made beautiful because of that kindness of strangers. Yeah. And and what is the most dif- difficulty you might have you had traveling solo? Um, the most difficulty I had traveling solo was probably in the U.S. when Miami PD pulled a gun on me because they thought I was breaking into my friend's house. That's what I that was the most <laughs> Because what you what you had the keys and she told your friend told you you could stay at their house and they showed up. I'm just I I haven't read that part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's is that book. what happened? <laughs> Um, so I had been staying at my friend's house and with one of my girlfriends and, um, we did, we had lost the key and there was a locksmith who was with us. Oh, okay. And so, you know, the locksmith was working, but it was like, we were in beachwear, you know? And uh-huh. so, um, one of my, my friend's neighbors, you can imagine what his neighbor looked like, right, called right. the police and told them that we were, um, breaking in. And honestly, they obviously they were rude. They pulled a gun. They put the gun in my face, point blank range. It was the first time I'd seen a gun wow. um, ever in my life. Wait, 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 and, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Now I got to stop you there, uh, Jessica. You have traveled mm-hmm. to over 180 some countries, uh, mm-hmm. 80 some of them, almost 100 by yourself. And you just told mm-hmm. this audience this is the first time I've ever seen a gun. In mm-hmm. my life. Yeah, I think I was, yeah, I was probably like 24, maybe. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's, Isn't that's that the reality. interesting? Isn't that You know, it wasn't in Iraq. It wasn't in Somalia. It wasn't in Yemen. It was in Miami on South Beach. <laughs> the book is fascinating. I, I got to tell you, when I got it, um, you know, I... I you know, I didn't. I I started going through it, and the thing I really appreciated the 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 chapters for each country are to the point, short, well written, um, and yeah, and then the photographs uh, are um, are are just beautiful, and and then I immediately thought of my daughter. I said she'll love this, and please, I told her share it with the girls, the grandchildren. Because uh, I do want to interest them, like your parents did in an early age. Nothing like traveling. There's nothing yeah, like and, traveling. Mm-hmm. And also on um, on my website, if you go to the catchmeifyoucan.com um, slash book, we have a downloadable activity uh, for children. Oh, so great. we definitely recognize that this isn't a children's book, but there's little activities that you can do with your children. So definitely if people are interested uh, you can find that on my website. Now, give your website out again, please. It's the catchmeifyoucan.com slash book. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, I've always said that one of the problems we have in this country is that most Americans don't have a passport. So, therefore, they mm-hmm. haven't traveled outside this country. Um, mm. the, again, your final word, the the significance of 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 doing that, of traveling. Yeah, the mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think the the most important thing when people travel is that they really realize we're more similar than we are different. And so, to that end, I think that travel reduces hate and, and increases tolerance, which eventually leads to love. You know, and so for me, this book is so important at this time because. 
so many people will become familiar or be introduced to countries that they've never heard of. And through my stories and through the images, they're going to see that people are just people no matter where in the world you are. That's really, I hope that when people read this book, they begin to think differently about the world. And what's your next project? I mean, is it is there, well, I, I, I'll put the question this way. What countries would you love to revisit? For example, uh, my wife, Sherry, she can't wait to go back to Cuba. She that would be oh, she Cuba. wanted to, you know Cuba. I mean the image we have of Cuba uh, is totally different in the media than when you actually go there. But you know the same the question to you: What countries would you are you eager to visit again? Well, I would love to go back to Cuba. I've been four times. I love Cuba so much. I went four times in eighteen months. Um, and now I haven't been in several years. Um, you know, so I've been to almost 50 countries more than once. Um, so it's, I have a very, a very long list. I just came back from Senegal and I go there about twice a year. I haven't been to Uganda in two years, which is where my parents are from. So I would love to go back home soon. Uh, but there's so many countries. I think by the time it's all said and done, I'll probably visit around 150 countries more than once if I had to guess. Wow. <laughs> And is it, I have to say this because somebody's probably saying you got to ask Jessica, um, is it, I mean, how do you finance this? Yeah, I mean, I work. <laughs> no, So when I was doing the journey, um, a lot of the countries I visited, I visited, not a lot, but up to 60. I was working in nine to five. I just prioritized travel. Um, and then after that, I became an entrepreneur and I was working remotely. So I always was working while I was traveling. Okay. Jessica mm -hmm. Nabongo, the book, uh, <clears throat> Catch Me If You Can, One Woman's Journey to Every Country in the World. Uh, it, and you can order it online. Like I said a couple of days ago, uh, Sherry, she ordered it and, and you know, I, I was going through it uh couple of days ago and it arrived to my daughter and granddaughter's home and they just said whoa love it love it thank you thank mm -hmm. you thank you so thank you for coming Aww. on and thank you Tal. thank I, you so much that makes me really happy and, and good luck i i hope you sell a lot of books it's well worth uh and and please ladies and gentlemen parents share it with the kids you know it's a kind mm -hmm. yeah, share it with the kids and check out the uh the website. Appreciate it. Jessica Nabongo, uh, again, the book, Catch Me If You Can, One Woman's Journey to Every Country in the World. Appreciate you. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.